This week, we as the church begin what's called the ordinary time of the church year. That's the time when we start counting the Sundays, Sunday after Sunday, according to the numbers that we have. That's why it's called ordinary. It's the order of the weeks. It doesn't mean that it isn't special. It doesn't mean that there's not something unique and important about each and every Sunday that we'll be gathering together. It simply means that for a while, before the big seasons of the church year, we count these Sundays one by one. Just like we count our days, in a sense, one by one. One thing after another. And as we count those things, and as we experience the things that God gives us to enjoy, we hopefully come to a deeper awareness each and every day of the power and the presence of God in our lives. That's really what each of our readings talks to us about today. In that first reading, which is a rather familiar one, Samuel, as a young boy, is sleeping in the temple area. People knew he was going to be called to a special task within service to God, and so his parents allowed him to spend time and, in fact, to begin to grow up in the temple area so that he could study from the masters, from other teachers and scribes. And so we have this description of this rather interesting time when as Samuel is sleeping, he hears the voice of God and he rushes and goes to Eli, who's the person who is his mentor. And he says, you called me, here I am. And Eli said, no, I didn't, go back to sleep. Like many of us, both Eli and Samuel didn't like to get up right away. They needed a couple of times of coming before the Lord to try to figure out what they were being asked to do. And as the story goes, after the third time, Eli, the person of wisdom, understood that God was calling Samuel for something special. Just like we heard in the Advent season when Joseph encountered an angel in his sleep and was told by God that he needed to do something he wasn't expecting to do. So too, Samuel was being addressed by God for a task, to do something important, though he wasn't sure what that would be yet. We're not even sure what that is yet in the setting of the first reading. It simply says that Samuel grew and continued to follow after that call of God in his life. One of the important things you and I need to consider every day when we wake up is what God is calling us to do today. Some of us may have big plans for the future as it unfolds, but it's also equally important for us to remember that every day is an invitation to do something special because we are uniquely called by God to share our faith with the people around us. So what are you being called to be awake for today and this week? What is it that God is inviting you to notice in your life that you can do for the sake of God's glory and for the sake of other people so that the world can become a better place? Goodness knows, and I, I say it frequently in my homilies, the lives that we are leading in this time in history are lives that are challenging us 
to put our faith into action. God is giving us the responsibility of building a just and holy and kind world. And we are responsible for choosing people who will lead us in that effort and who will help us grow. And we had better be people who understand that responsibility wisely and well. And each of us is called in our own lives to be a leader in the faith that we have been given. Somehow, someone looks at us each day and is either brought more closely to God's power in their life or perhaps not so much if they don't see us doing well. Our second reading in Paul's letter to the Corinthians, Paul writes to them and reminds them that they are in fact the Lord's. They are not their own persons. They are the Lord's. Because of their faith in the risen Lord, because of the gift of baptism in their lives, they are no longer meant just to live for themselves, but to see themselves as part of a larger community. In fact, the whole world that is called to live responsibly. He suggests to them that they are not to be satisfied with the norms of the world when the world can drag us down sometimes to be less than we are called to be. He reminds them quite simply that they are the body of Christ. But that simple reminder has enormous consequences for them and for you and for me. We too are the body of Christ at this time in human history. We are made for something more than ourselves. We are, in fact, more than our own. We are God's sacred creation, called to do something unique and special for the sake of the world, each and every one of us. And then we get to the gospel story, where John the Baptist, who has been gathering people around himself and calling them to repent, now sees his cousin Jesus coming and tells the two people who are near him, Behold the Lamb of God. I'm not the one you should be paying attention to anymore. This is the one you need to listen to. And so the two disciples follow Jesus, and he turns around and he asks, What are you looking for? And they ask him where he's staying. They want to be close to him. They want to understand where he's living. They want to get to understand in an intimate way who he is and how the world should be unfolding as they strive to live their lives well. They had been good disciples of the Baptist, but now they wanted to be even better. So too it might be that each of us today is being asked by Jesus, what are you looking for? What are you looking for in life, in the relationships you have, in the work that you do, in the kinds of retirement you might be living? What are you looking for? We're challenged at times to be quiet enough to listen to the impulse of the Spirit within our lives and figure out what it is we are looking for and what we're called to do. These three, readings, eat, these three readings each come to us at a time when we are entering this ordinary time when we call our days day by day, hopefully growing closer to Christ, hopefully serving each other more, 
hopefully recognizing the power of God within us and being reminded as the Corinthians were that we are Christ's own. We are part of the body of Christ and we ought to live that way each day.